So, uh, All of Us Are Dead will be some other time. Um, but I want to talk about this book. So I, I listened to the audio version of... Um, what, what is it? The 12, 12 Pillars. pillars of li- the 12 Pillars to Success. It, it just 12 oh, Pillars. just 12 Pillars? Okay. Um, so I listened to the audio book of it. I found it interesting because I see... I saw immediately how... And this won't ruin anything for you. Like none of this. It's it's worth a read no matter what we say today. Uh, or listen to. So whenever I was listening to it, I I found it interesting because I instantly saw the appeal of it to a lot of people. But I did find that... Uh, so basically, for, for you, a breakdown of the book is... Uh, there's a... A guy's getting taught the 12 pillars to success. Um, at the least... Reader? Uh, there's a character in the book okay, and he's okay, being okay. taught the 12 pillars of, of, of success and they frame it in a really, really interesting way. They frame it, I, I think, in a way that a lot of people can easily relate to because I think a lot of people, especially if you're anywhere past 25, you've gone through some some struggle in some kind of way in your life. Um, you've probably found yourself in really, really uh, bad mental space spaces. What's that? Addiction. Yeah, I guess in a way, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think you can relate. I think every, the character, the main, all the characters in the book actually are really, really relatable and really, really like uh, base level. There's nothing crazy that's going on. There's nothing like out of, out of, uh, out of bounds or crazy out of whack or anything like that. Uh, but the guys being taught the twelve pillars of success, um, and each of the pillars is something that I find really obvious and something that uh i most of them i thought about on my own before like without any prompt from anybody or anything like that um but i don't know (laughs) if most people think as much as i do yeah like you know so like i can see how this might be helpful for a lot of people it was helpful for me because there were a couple in there that I was like, whoa, like I never thought about that particular one before. Yeah. I've never, and I'm sure everybody's like that. There's probably some that you knew about beforehand and that you thought about or whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good book. It's fast. It's an easy read. Um, it was entertaining. The twist at the end I saw coming from like the second. <laughs> I say it's, it's a really easy read. Right. It's, it's predictable, but the point of the book is to be, a self-help book right personal right, development right. so it's not trying to tell like some real complex ass story yeah. or anything like that it's just trying to get the points across in a would way this, that relates this, to people would this book help like anybody like somebody that's like kind of at the bottom as well as somebody that's like at the top yes, yes. i think it it well from in my opinion it provides uh it's like a pers- perspective check kind of book like if you're you're kind of like lost or maybe you you need some help with something to focus on uh, that that may, you know, give you, like, quick like results and long-term, kind of right, thing. it's something to aim it's for. Kind of this book would be, like, a really, really good book for most people who have those kinds of issues. Um, and then even even pillars. me. Twelve Pillars. Is re- I, I have I two copies it. if you want to borrow one. <laughs> He's not going to read the it. But, yeah, the, the audio. Book. Book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, don't, I don't read, man. I wanted to recommend a book, too. My book is considerably harder to get through than than that book i might cut this part of the show out just i'm gonna gross everybody out uh no i got yes please yeah yeah. 
Um, do you got any other thoughts on the book? Like, do you, do you have any like responses to anything that I've said? Like, do you want to go into it a little bit deeper? Because it does pertain, like, it does lead us into our first topic. I always just remember it as like, like you said, just kind of perspective, mm-hmm. and it just it made me think about things a little different. Right. Um, like it's one of the books that I do like to read, and I do need to. It's on my to do <coughs> list to reread, just so I can get back into. You know those uh, those twelve pillars that they talk about, right? Practicing some of the ones that you neglect, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. And so I think it just like like you said, it is an easy read, and some of the things are kind of like, um, they're like basic, obvious. obvious yeah. But it's just kind of same thing. Like they give you from a different perspective, and they help you think about it different because you might think of it as like, oh, that's obvious, but like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Right. So and, the. The point of the book is a perspective, <clears throat> a perspective change book, uh, because the main character at the very, very end of the book, he like sees his old, whole journey. Like he starts off in, in a situation that sucks for him. And then at the end of the book, he's like thankful for that sucky situation because it led him down this path of learning the 12 pillars yeah. of success or whatever. And it's always like back to how I like to <clears throat> write. Right. See, that's it's interesting. Not that, what that. happens. Life happens for you. Right. You know, and so not that, to you. It's interesting how you, how <laughs> you're saying you're going to get back into it. Like, I'm, I'm, now I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, now I'm, eager, well, like I said, I, it seems like when I get close, I'm too loud. Like, well, before I'm like, no, whenever you're good. I listen to it's my, good. or whenever I listen yeah. to I like your voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, you sound like so, a beautiful angel. <laughs> a beautiful nasally uh, angel to me. So soothing. <laughs> um so that's interesting to me because like there's there's not that many books that you could say right well maybe they're i just maybe i just don't read enough but maybe they're you know it's interesting to me that you say that you're gonna reread it to kind of like get like a refresher reminder of just like like you said things that you that you've neglected and within what the guidance of that book is because in that that to me seems like uh seems like it's not just a book it's more like a um it's more like uh like let's say like like you know like someone continues like adrian talking to me and giving me the same feedback over and over kind of thing but it's coming from a book i guess you could say yeah rather than an actual person Well, from the author, I guess, technically. It's just like, I think with like personal development, when you start working on like your mind and you start working, because like your mind's a muscle too, right? Right. And you got to work on it. You got to train it. And I think when it comes How to like... How can you massage your mind? No, that's no. your school. <laughs> a deep tissue skull massage? <laughs> Do you like just like, do you just move your eyebrows hey, like this? And... You know how you massage your mind? You, you read. <laughs> no, but like I He's just, just think clenching his jaw over. <laughs> it's just like a like a shower. It's something you got to do daily, right? A shower you got to do daily. So when it comes to like personal development, it's something you got to do daily to be able to like start developing yourself personally and start working on those things on a daily basis. Or a better analogy would be working out, right? Like if you want to be yeah, strong, like if you want to build muscle, if you want to get in shape, you got to do it every day. Right. When you stop doing it, then you're just gonna get, you know. And, 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 and so one one way I would say to 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 look at the book is like you read it, and when you come to like a pillar that they're going to talk about, find a way how you could 
implement that into your daily life. Right. And then, like, once you feel like you've gotten a hold on that What's pillar, weird is, like, you, you go say, to the next one. It's, it's like you say, like, some of them are obvious things that you already know. Yeah. But at the same time, we, like, <laughs> Nick, we just purposely neglect them, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, it's... I don't think it's a purposely yeah, neglect. Yeah. It's just more of, like, life, life's on you. And right. so when that happens, like, some of those things get kind of, like, put to the end because you, like, you feel this is... Requires your attention more. Right So yeah. it's like It's like the working out part The working out thing You know It's like I, I want to work out Like I do But it's like Man like sometimes It's just I just I just feel like Too tired sometimes You know I just want to get home Or yeah. you know Rest Or just kind of Get my mind off of things You know like Either like I, I would either play video games Or stuff like that Um, But that's obviously late right And I don't want to be At the gym Late And then have to come home late and tired and then have to repeat that cycle but I don't know I don't know like maybe it's just me making excuses also at the same time probably um so it's like at some point you know I, I just gotta kind of turn that page and be like you know I always like to tell people like when cause I work with with clients that I'm helping them better their health find a way to implement like uh, good nutrition into their daily lifestyle and so I always tell them like if it's important to you, you'll make time for it, right? Right, there you go. And That's so, like, if being healthy and getting <sighs> yourself right is important, you're going to make time for it. And if it's not, you're going to make time for other things. Yeah. And right. so I just feel like when it comes to that, like, if, if it's important to you and you really want to take care of yourself, you really want to work out, you'll find a way to get it done, even if you're a little tired. Right. Um, that's a good... A, a, a great topic and I think we should probably dive into that a little bit more but uh, to get back to the book real quick and, and something that I think might that something so you said you can reread it and it kind of gives you like a uh, like a refresher right a refresher and then there's certain pillars that you might think to yourself like oh damn I haven't really focused on that one in a while and I think that's what the book does it because it, I went through all 12 pillars and the only ones that stayed highlighted with me were the ones that I feel like I was lacking in. Yeah. The ones that I was like really, really far behind in. And so then I go and I focus on those. But then if I, in a year, I go read the book again, there might be some different pillars that stick out to me. And it's because those are the ones in my life that I feel like I'm lacking in at that moment or whatever. Right, right, right. And I think it's just like whenever you're intentional on with mm-hmm. working on certain things, sometimes other things get kind of put to the to the end mm-hmm. or you're not as focused on them right and so then i think it's it's a good thing to do like on a yearly basis just kind of refocus your intention and like if you feel like you got really good at this in, in a year next year you're like okay i'm gonna work on this right and just so yeah it's a it's a good book uh especially if it, you're like really early on into like personal development and it's something that's totally new for you like i think it's it's a really easy book to get into because like you said really relatable and the 12 pillars are kind of like they're obvious ones where you're like, oh, you know, I can do that because in some way I do that already. Right. Yeah. Um, so that leads me into our first topic. The first topic would have already started on the video, by the way. Like we've been going, like it's going to be the book review. Yeah. Um, but uh, to kind of dive into, uh, I guess, the overall, Again, it's the 12 pillars I put of success at the end of it. And I think they say that in the book a whole bunch of times. I like, think they you do. Know, I want to yeah. be successful. Like, how do I be successful? Well, these are the 12 ways you can, or 12 things you can practice to be successful, right? Uh, and it got me thinking, like, 
success? Like, what does that mean to me? Like, what, what, what is my barometer for success? Right. And that's kind of the topic that I post to you guys. What is your barometer for success? Um, I figured you guys were going to come in with, you know, pretty unique answers. Uh, both of you, all three of us actually. Um, but I do want to kind of caveat the the topic a little bit and aim us into a direction and the the direction is kind of like uh bottom line like you're on your deathbed you're looking back at your life and you you're looking around at everything everything that you've accomplished um that you feel like you know i've had a good life like that was a successful life like i'm i'm satisfied with with how things went I feel great. I feel good about how things went and I feel good about uh my foot my footmark, right? My my footprint that I'm leaving leaving behind. Um what are those things? Like is there a measure for you guys? Is there a barometer that you use or that you would use? Can you imagine yourself on your deathbed and then looking back and being like these are the things that I I hope I accomplish by the time I get there? I can think of a few things kind of just off the off the bat. One of them would be so for me if if I'm on my deathbed and obviously I have I'm building my legacy, right? I'm building what I have and everything. And all of this is going to be left to my my siblings, right? Or my my children. Um so I think my barometer on my deathbed for success would be that I see my son, for example, in a better place than I was at the time where he's at, where he's going to, I'm basically going to know that everything that I'm leaving to him, he's going to know how to handle, if that makes sense. So, like, what, what, uh... So, for example, I want him basically to essentially be in a more successful place than I was at his age. Let's say I'm on my deathbed, you know, at 80 years old, you know, I don't know, just a, just a gauge. 80 years old, he'll be probably around 50, right? So by the time I was 50, I had X, you know, X stuff going on and stuff like that. By the time he's fifty, he's got more than I had mm. at the at his at his at his age. So I know that basically I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna hand him down a bunch of spoils that he's not gonna know how to manage kind of thing. And he's gonna know basically how to how to handle himself and how to manage the wealth and how to manage the like everything that goes beyond that. Because I feel like a lot of a lot of people make the mistake and you know, the parents leave them so much that they don't know how to handle it. And they, you know, start partying, start getting into like drugs and stuff like that. And by him essentially being already, you know, essentially not even needing what I'm going to basically what I'm saying is that he's not even going to need what I'm leaving him. It's just he's just going to inherit it just because it's, you know, it's a kind of a pass me down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to. In my mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel like he's gonna do well with that. Like he's not gonna go off and you know just blow it on partying or whatever it might be. You know stuff like that. Um, that's just kind of one gauge as far as um, that 
that aspect of it goes. Right. So basically, if you see, if you can pass on, so if you can pass on lessons that you're, that that you wish you would have known to your son, uh, before he has to learn them on his own, or so like I'm. So you, I guess your barometer for success is being a good dad. Then, essentially, essentially, like yeah, essentially teaching him, teach basically teaching him how to, not just have him, like just be like a little brat and, and just think life is easy, kind of thing, right? Uh, but essentially, yeah, essentially that that would that's right. Being a good where dad, where right? yeah. where it boils down to like. That knowing that I was a good father, that in uh, that I guided him to a place where, like, you know, that he's not going to, you know, just just end up, you know, in a in a bad in a bad situation. Would you say that your son m- means more to you than everything else? Uh, well, hmm, that's a, not even a hard question to ask, but like, your son is the primary barometer for you. Right. Okay. Right now, yes. His development, his yes. future success is... Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. You got an answer? Uh, I like the way you worded how... Uh, this, this, like, at your deathbed. Right. Because uh, I follow Ed Milet, and I, he's been, like, a mentor to me, and I like the way he usually, like, says how he kind of says, sees success... <laughs> success Mm -hmm. because he's like you know he wants to be able to pass away and then when he's in heaven and he meets the version of himself that was supposed to happen and Mm. they're they like they have everything in common right Mm. and so sometimes like when i think of that success it's like okay whenever i want whenever i pass away i want to meet the version of myself that was supposed to live on earth and i want to be able to have something in common with him and not like be a total stranger where we have nothing in common and so, like, for me, my barometer for success is if I'm able to, you know, break, you know, those generational, like, chains that kind of hold my family back or held my family back. And so, like, for me, I want to be able to have my kids to have, you know, live exper- an experienced life and, you know, find what made them happy and, like, really, you know, pursue what uh, things they wanted to pursue without having any kind of, you know... Like, worry if, like, oh, what if I fail? Like, I want them to be able to live life not fearful of, of failing, but fearful of not trying to live the life they wanted to live. And so I want them just to be able to, you know, live life, and I want to be able to leave them something behind that, you know, it's not a liability. I want to be able to die on my own and not have them, like, take care of me. You know, sometimes, you know... I see like families have to take care of the elderly and sometimes it, it it seems like a burden to have to take care of that elderly person. And I want to be able to like, yeah, hey, you live your life. Like come visit me when you're able to. Right. But like I'm able to take care of myself because I've been able to take care of myself. So I think if I'm able to get to the point like 100 years old and I'm still able to fend for myself and take care of myself and my kids are able to live, you know, an experience full life and, you know, do the things that they want to do that's on their heart, then I think I would say that it's been a successful life. 
It's interesting because both of you guys. I think kind of go, that goes. I think yeah, kind of yeah, go yeah, the same. yeah, 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 yeah. Because you just kind of worded everything a little bit different, but that's basically yeah, also what it, I was it, trying it's, to say. It's pretty similar, pretty, right? Very similar. Yeah. And I think with because success could go di- so many different ways, mm-hmm. right? So I can see, I like I have a a vision for my success, my personal success as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. And that success is totally different from what I would see me being as a successful father. It's the way you worded it, right? Because you worded it on your on your deathbed, right? Right. Yeah. And I think for us, like, right. at, at that yeah. point, that's that's where that comes, where you're where you're kind of trying to guide it to. Because, um, like, like you said, I I could branch it off di- di- several different ways as far as stages in my life leading up to my deathbed, too. Right. I. It, I just found it really, really interesting because both of you guys ended up framing a lot of it through your kids. I think the the part that was missing until literally like the the very end of what you were saying, in in my mind, anyways, right, uh, was uh, how like how you were so like being a good parent. Like one of the best ways I feel, not best ways to be a parent, but one of the best ways to pass on good. Uh, good things is to be an example of that right so like you guys being the best versions of yourselves right and uh for you trying to live out your interests and and hone in on your interests and be self-sustaining like those are things your kids are gonna like pick up from you for you like your real like go get it attitude and like whenever you start something and and being able to go and like really really uh like dive deep into it and, and execute on something once you get your mind going, like that's going to be like a really, really good quality that, that your son's going to be able to learn from you. Uh, and like, y'all are hoping y'all can pass those traits off onto them. Um, again, I just find so like, it's almost like you're, you're framing it through your kids, but really what you're saying is like, I hope I can live like life, uh, in a way that's, I don't. Uh, I'm getting kind of lost for like lost in my thoughts here. Like getting like sidetracked and like jumping. I'm jumping tracks jumping like over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but like living, like you want to live your interests and like be really, really developed. And you're always talking about not pushing things onto your kids or whatever and letting them choose or whatever. Like you're already on that path, right? On yeah. that path. And and same thing for you. Like, I, think, I think that's big. What he mentioned as far as like letting them choose. Um, because like for example that that's what that's why that's why I was saying that I don't like I don't want to just leave him like my legacy because what if he doesn't like what what I had like the how I built my I guess my legacy what if he didn't like it doing what if he doesn't like any of that right so for example like rental property stuff like that like at that point you know what he can do like his mind is, I want his mind to already be set on whatever he wants to establish and have already be on that path, I guess. You know, be on that path to to that before I even, you know, leave anything. So by the time I leave what I have, he could sell it off and then complete what he needs maybe or whatever it might be, you know, right. uh, stuff like that. But, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, I guess, short, we don't, we don't want... Uh, we don't want to spoil our kids. Like for me, I'm I'm gonna try not to spoil my son. Even as he's younger, I'm gonna have him, 
you know, know what it is to work for his things, you know, like earn earn his stuff. Yeah. Because I think it's another mistake that, you know, that we can get into, you know, maybe a different topic. But um, but this is as far as like you were saying, a barometer for success for me as far as being on my deathbed. I think that would be one of the one of the key things. And I think like for me personally, like I'm 30, I'll be 33 in April. I feel like I've already have some, you know, success as as, as a man because I've been able to be in my child's life for 12 years. Like, when I look at that, like, my dad wasn't in my life, you know, for a long time, like, and still, like, we don't have a relationship, but, like, I've been able to be in my son's life and raise him for, like, the past 12 years, and I think, like, for me personally, not having, like, a father figure for, you know, portions of my life, him being able to see, like, hey, I have a dad, like, I always tell him to, like, hey, there's a lot of kids that don't have fathers, like, Right. And they, right, they, right. their dad's not around. Like, like this is, you're lucky because I right. wish I had that sometimes when I was a kid. Like, I did. I had a stepdad that was there for a long time. But same time, like, he, you know, so kind of what, what's, dipped out after a while. What's crazy? <laughs> he didn't dip out. It, it was just another story right. for another day. Right. Yeah. What's crazy from, for, from your perspective is, like, you you were able to manage, you know, building kind of your, your empire without really any help like you did it all on your own that's a huge props to you you know being able to do it that way like me i don't think i don't know if i would be able to be where i'm at without my dad because my dad is a huge huge influence on everything that i do and that i know and like you know just just gauging that aspect of it like where you're at and stuff like that like that that's mad props to you but even at that like so there's obviously you have your parents which you don't choose Right, but like, there's people that I've chose to have in my life mm. that have helped me mm. get that's to where I'm at too. today, and so I think that's a bigger thing. So like, you know, obviously you can't choose family, but like when it comes to friends, it turns to family. You could choose those people that you want in your life. Choose who you who you surround yourself. And, with. and I think I've been able to surround myself with some great people that have helped me get to where I'm at today, and obviously you know I have, I have Sandy, my wife, that's been able to. You know, help me, string me along, and keep me on a straight path because I <laughs> probably would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would have straight off a, a time or two, and like you know, just being able to have her by my side has been able to keep me where I'm at, and where we're continuing that's, to grow yeah, to. That's, that's a good point too. Very good point. Marriage is uh, definitely a big topic. I think that we can all put like some heavy input in. So, I definitely want to touch on that one day, and I got a lot to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just found it really, really interesting because it's like you guys and, and well, real quick on the, the family thing, too. Like I've always been I think I've told I'm sure I've told you I, I tell everybody this that has any time to hear it or like that shows any interest. It's like I'm a big believer and you don't just because somebody's your blood doesn't mean they're, they're your family. And I don't I get to choose my family. I don't yeah. I'm not just going to let you, you like there's a lot of people in my that are like that I have blood ties with. That I have no problem with just like flute cutting off and like letting it be what it is. Yeah. And it does, it's not even always negative. It's just sometimes like, hey, I don't really, like, we're not close like that. I'm not going to pretend to love you. I'm not going to pretend to like care right. that much about you. Right. Not in the same way that I care about the people that I do care about, right? Yeah. So that's quick on there. And then back to the success and the barometer for success. I just found it really, really interesting because I don't have kids. And you guys both framed it a lot of what y'all said through y'all's kids. And I think that my barometers for success are very, very similar, except I don't have the 
I I don't have the frame to you know because I don't I don't have kids I don't have the child frame to put on it. And but even at that, like you have nieces and nephews that you interact with. Yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, uh, I think I think the the way that I would frame phrase it and frame it is that whenever I am on my deathbed, whenever I am going to pass away, I hope that everybody in the world that knows who I am knows exactly how I feel about them. Yeah. And the way that I can, the best way that I can make sure that that happens is by, it's through my action, right? Like my action every day. Uh, if somebody calls me, I'm there, you know, like if, uh, or whatever way it is that I feel like they need, like all the people in my life that I care about, like I, I need to make sure that I know the best way that I can reach them. Right. Cause sometimes everybody doesn't need the same thing. And, uh, you know, I want to be able to speak whatever language it is for each individual person in my life that allows me to reach them like the best way that I can. That way they know whenever I pass away, what I'm leaving behind is like, this is what I've imparted on you. Like my footprint is left through you guys. And I hope that everybody that's around me knows exactly if I hated you. I hope, you know, I fucking hated you. (laughs) <laughs> i hope you fucking know and i hope it does something good for you you know i'm not sure what but i hope it does something good for you to know that i hated you but I, if i loved you i want you to know that i love you if, if uh you're important to me in any kind of way i want you to know that and i think that's kind of like uh you know just how i try to go about like my everyday and i try not it helps me stay focused too because like i am a very um empathic person i don't know if that's the right word like i feel like really really deeply and i feel a lot and i acknowledge a lot of those feelings and i like act on those feelings like a lot um and i i feel like worldwide too like i feel like for people that i don't know strangers the world the world's crazy right now there's like crazy fucking shit happening like right right now this second and if i didn't have the check of the people around me that like i care about and and making sure that they know how I feel about them more than how I feel, I care about how the world, you know, more than my desire to make the world know how I feel about the world. Yeah. Uh, then I would be like a fucking lunatic, like on the loose right now. You know, it's the thing that keeps me in check. It keeps me sane. It keeps me like yeah, yeah. focused. It, it gives me the, the points that I want. And I think you guys said the exact same thing that I'm saying now. It's just you, you have a frame that you can put on it yeah. of, of the children that I don't have right now. So <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But yeah. So I thought you were going to say at the beginning of it. Well, first, how do y'all feel? Do y'all oh, feel? amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So great. Did we get there? Oh, amazing. we got it. Well, we got we got to get there three more times. So <laughs> don't blow your whole load. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of spare. Got gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, We got a foreplay more now. <laughs> I was going to uh, ask you, or I don't know if that's where you were going. Well, what did you think about what we were going to say? You said you had an idea of what we were going to say. Yeah, so I, well, your answer I thought was going to be legacy from the jump. Um, and then I I kind of figured you were going to frame it through your son somehow. And then your answer, I didn't know that the framing for the children were going to be there, but I guess I should have figured that. I guess uh, your answer I thought was going to be like whenever if I die tomorrow. So that's the thing, right? If I died if I died tomorrow, would I feel successful? Like if I was on my deathbed tomorrow, would I look back and my the barometer that I set for myself would it be 
there. If you died tomorrow, I thought you were going to say as long as like because you're big into self-improvement, your whole business runs on it. Not, not just your business, your persona, like yeah. who you are as a person runs through like uh, I'm this way. I, I'm this way today. What can I do tomorrow to be better? Better. Right. Yeah. And then as long as you're meeting that barometer every single day, it doesn't matter when you die. You know, like you, you've, you're successful. And then and then the legacy, like, dude, you've built like so much like, you know, already like your son's going to have like a really, really good uh, starting point, no matter what happens from this point forward. Right. Like if you die tomorrow, mind you, I don't want either of you guys to die tomorrow. So <laughs> just saying, you know, <laughs> Dude, that's going to suck if like that were to happen. Like, oh, man. I would feel like a complete it, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, 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 it wouldn't suck because yeah, that's just the way it was supposed to happen. Yeah, true. Mm. True. No. <laughs> it would suck. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think playing. he would still feel some, some type of way. Yeah, he would, but we, you know, we'd be dead. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, guess what? We got to miss out on Lunatic, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Man, whatever, 